Molwini and welcome to the Conversations with Langosi podcast. I'm Langosi, the host, and this is where we get into the unfiltering of the truth that is being presented to us, children of the soil. What good is a truth that is quoted in the sweetness of deception? Hmm. <laughs> To the family, Molweni, my loves, and to you who is a newbie, welcome. They manipulated the rent, and we are yet, the president is yet, the current president of the country is yet to address the nation. He is yet to address this. It keeps on getting weirder and weirder. Instead of improving, it's getting worse. Worse and worse. Without wasting any more time, Let's get into it. Today, we'll be getting into the infamous scandal that rocked South Africa to the core, the manipulation of the South African rand by 28 major banks. Join me as we delve into the intricate web of the manipulation of the South African rand by 28 major banks. significance of the rand and then we're going to get to comprehending the extent of the manipulation right okay now for us to truly understand this manipulation scandal we must first understand that the south african rand significance right is 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 not to be taken lightly We, we don't as south africans our rand holds value right the rand is the official currency of south africa and it serves as the backbone of our economy now when its value fluctuates that directly impacts imports exports investment and inflation rates therefore it is crucial for the country's economy stability that our rand value remains free from sinister 
manipulations. It is unfortunate that um, our rent has not been immune to manipulation. And it is in, like, it is within, you know, the, the same backdrop that we encounter the story of the 28 major banks that manipulated the rent for their gain. Now, for us to comprehend the extent of this manipulation, it is essential to examine the key players involved. These banks primarily from Europe and the United States, were entrusted with billions of dollars by their clients who believed in their integrity and ethical conduct. Unfortunately, based on how things have played out, it became evident that these banks betrayed that trust. In 2015, the South African authorities embarked on a significant investigation into alleged currency manipulation by several international banks. Now, during this investigation, it was discovered that the South African rand was being manipulated by no less than 28 major banks, including global financial giants like JP Morgan Chase, Barclays, and HB. Um, HSBC. Mind you, this was something that the former president of the country had addressed. In fact, it was around the same time they made it seem like he was the cause for the rand's value depreciating due to the removal of Pravin at the time and obviously the president's stance on RIT, you know, and things I like. Now, Let's get into an article that was published by BBC News. Now about the investigation which was conducted by South Africa's Competition Commission, which is a regulatory body responsible for maintaining fair competition within the country. Their findings were startling. The commission discovered extensive evidence of collusion and market manipulation among the 28 banks involved. It was revealed that they formed a cartel to manipulate forex bids and offers for the rent, thereby controlling its value, guys. Thankfully, the major statement the Competition Commission had issued on the 2nd of June 2020 provides us with a background story um, regarding the matter. Mind you guys, can I just... Okay, okay wait, let me get into this extract or this section of the major statement that they released and then I'll comment after.
On 15 February 2017, the Competition Commission referred a complaint against 17 banks accused of colluding to fix prices and divide markets in respect of the dollar to the South African Rand currency pair in contravention of Section 41BI and II of the Act. Now, guys, I say I and II, but it's one and two, blizzme. The Commission found that banks directly or indirectly fixed prices in respect of the trade in the dollar to the rand currency pair in relation to bids, offers and bid offer spreads, the spot exchange rate and the terms and or margin of executing client orders at the fix. The banks also divided markets by allocating customers um, in the dollar to the South African rand currency pair. The number of the banks implicated subsequently increased from 17 to 23. None of the banks have to date filed their answer to the merits of the case. Instead, they filed exceptions challenging the Commission case against them. The main challenge by foreign banks was that the Commission and the Competition Tribunal did not have jurisdiction to prosecute them. The other challenge was that the Commission's case against them was not clear and should therefore be dismissed. On the 12th of June 2019, the tribunal issued a decision dismissing the challenges brought by various respondents, um, banks, but also ruling that although the commission um, could ask for a declaratory order of guilt against banks that have no presence in South Africa, it could not find such banks. Some of the respondents, namely Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, it's an entire list, guys, like with with these banks right and their names your jp morgan chase co jp morgan chase bank um in a australia new zealand banking group limited your mockery bank like it's literally hsbc bank usa is that list right um yeah filed an appeal with the competition appeal court against the decision of the tribunal so even after being caught they would just say like wait first and foremost the audacity where do you guys get the nerve who do you think you are to come and investigate as are you even allowed to do so and so yeah they went on and they filed an appeal with the competition appeal court against the decision of the tribunal in addition to filing appeal right those banks also filed review app uh, uh, applications to review and set aside okay are you guys hearing me though and set aside the tribunal decision. The commission then filed a cross-appeal against certain aspects of the decision of the tribunal, in particular against an order that banks with no presence in South Africa cannot be fined. In February 2020, CAC delivered judgment on the appeals and reviews filed by the banks, as well as the cross-appeal by the commission. The CAC dismissed the appeals and reviews lodged by the banks and upheld the Commission's cross-appeal. It held that the Commission must file a new complaint referral with the tribunal which will replace the previous referral. The CAC ordered the Commission that the new referral should clearly indicate that the conduct of banks had direct and immediate effects in the South African economy. The new complaint referral has been filed against the following 28 banks. Guys, 
and then it's literally a list bank of america merrill lynch international bnp paribas jp morgan chase and co jp morgan chase bank na australia and new zealand banking group limited standard new york securities inc invested limited standard bank of south africa limited nomura international uh, plc standard chartered bank Credit Suisse Group, Commerce Bank AG, Macquarie Bank Limited, HSBC Bank PLC, Citibank NA, EPSA Bank Limited, Barclays Capital Inc., Barclays Bank PLC, HSBC Bank USA, Na- National Association Inc., Merrill, Link, uh, Merrill Lynch Pierce, um, Finner and Smith Inc., Bank of America NA, Investec Bank Limited, Credit Suisse Securities, LLC, NetBank Group Limited, NetBank Limited, RMB Holdings Limited, First Rand Bank Limited, and Standard Americas Inc. These banks are accused of colluding to fix prices and divide markets in respect of the dollar to the rand currency pay in contravention of Section 41B. INIA, like I said, one and two of the act. The banks directly or indirectly fixed prices in respect of the trade in the uh, dollar to the South African rand currency pay in relation to bids, offers, and bid offer spreads. The spot exchange rate and the terms and or margin of executing client orders at the fix. The banks have also divided markets by allocating customers in the dollar to the rand currency pair. Some of the banks have already admitted to the contraventions in the USA for manipulating the dollar to the rand currency pair. For instance, in 2014, the New York State Department of Financial Services instituted proceedings against Standard Chartered Bank in relation to their foreign exchange trading business in emerging markets currency prices, including the South African Rand. In 2019, Standard Chartered entered into a plea agreement with the New York State Department of Financial Services in respect of the charges. Standard Chartered Bank admitted its guilt to engaging in unsafe, unsound and improper conduct in violation with banking law 44 um, and paid a penalty of $40 million. In 2017, Credit Suisse and Credit Suisse USA entered into a plea agreement with the New York State Department of Financial Services in respect of the same uh, charges. Credit Suisse admitted its guilt to engaging in unsafe, unsound and improper conduct and paid a penalty of $135 million. The United States Department of Justice further laid criminal charges against key individuals involved in the conspiracy. Now, that was uh, an extract that provides us with the background um, issued by, you know, the Competition Commission. Guys, the audacity to ask us why we're even investigating them to begin with when they manipulated our rank to fill up their pockets. I cannot again. I can't. of this manipulation um, on the South African um, rent. 
Guys, the impact of this manipulation on our economy cannot be overstated. Firstly, it distorted the exchange rate, which made it difficult for local businesses to plan and operate effectively. The arbitrary fluctuations in the rand's value disrupted important export activities, contributing to market instability. Secondly, the, 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 the manipulation negatively affected the purchasing power of everyday South Africans. As the rand depreciated due to the artificial interventions, the cost of imported goods increased, leading to inflationary pressures which meant that um, ordinary citizens would have to pay more for essential commodities impacting their quality of life and dealing with their income uh, further widening the gap of income inequality additionally the manipulation of the rent had far-reaching consequences for foreign investments in South Africa. You see, investors look for stability and transparency. And the exposure of illicit activities involving major banks eroded confidence um, in the nation's financial system, which led to capital flight as foreign investors withdrew their funds, further weakening the economy. And in response to these revelations, legal actions were taken against the implicated banks. I mean, the South African authorities imposed significant fines, uh, totaling billions of rands, you know. Um, additionally, some international regulators, such as the US Department of Justice, also levied fines on banks within their jurisdiction, reaching multi million dollar statements. Um, there are articles about this. Um, I would recommend that you look up the ones that were published around the same time, 2017, because unlike what is being reported now, it, it gives you more of an understanding. It gives you more of an understanding. The consequences of the scandal extend beyond just financial penalties. The implicated banks faced reputational damage, loss of clientele, and increased scrutiny from regulatory bodies. On a global scale, the international banking industry as a whole was forced to re-evaluate its practices to prevent similar manipulations in the future. Um, and the reaction from South Africans is that of shock and disappointment, with others highlighting the fact that the former PPN president did mention this and they addressed it, but were dealt with. So there's a lot that's going on right now because it's like Zuma must fall. You know, it's just, it's a lot. And, you know, things are just coming together. Then you come back and, and it's like, but who's funding the current president of the, the country? Who funded his CR17 campaign? You know, like, aren't those people also, you know, and, you know, things just come together. They just do. If you know, you know. If you don't, oh well. Let's also not forget the arrogance that uh, Tukumboweni displayed. Let us not forget the arrogance that Tukumboweni displayed. 
really I was questioning the EFF about the proof of rent manipulation when he was still the Minister of Finance, being the arrogant, lucky star chef that he is. Because truth be told, he flopped as the Minister of Finance. And I always say this, once a song is made about someone, something just goes off about that individual that the song is about. Somehow, somehow. Now, what lessons did we learn from this? It is essential to take a step, uh, a step back and understand um, that first and foremost, regulatory bodies uh, need to remain vigilant in detecting and prosecuting market manipulations to maintain fair and transparent financial systems. Yeah, guys, something else is coming back. Remember how the public protector was also dragged to Mambusiswemkweban for this? How she was dehumanized, ridiculed. Secondly, banks and financial institutions must prioritize ethical conduct and ensure robust internal uh, controls to prevent collusion in future. Finally, investors, both individual and institutional, need to be aware of such manipulations and you guys must demand more transparency holding banks accountable for their actions. Moving forward, it is essential for South Africa to take steps to prevent further manipulation of its country. Stricter regulations, enhanced oversight, and the prosecution of individuals involved are all necessary measures to restore trust in the banking sector. Moreover, the South African government needs to work towards diversifying its economy. We really need to reduce our reliance on foreign investments. And we need to start promoting domestic industries to safeguard against future external interference. But also, where is the Commission of Inquiry into this, Mr. President, since you are such a staunch, your staunch, a staunch anti-corruption activist and ambassador, you name it, you are there. You are the one who speaks those words, who utters them to Mamina, sends me. But where are you right now? Oh, are we not? Are we not gonna say anything? Are we gonna be speaking to the ministers? Perhaps, like that's gonna happen. Or are you only gonna speak? Or must say a pressure? It's getting worse. Huh? Are you only going to speak when it is like it is getting worse, Mr. President? Ah. You see, you are making us raise our eyebrows even more than we were initially raising them. Because your silence is loud. And we all remember how the media literally made it seem like our economy was being affected by the fact that we were led by the former president. When that wasn't even the case. And there's articles to back it up. And you know what's interesting? The articles are not from our own media houses, which is also just alarming because I can remember what they were reporting on, right? Because everything was just funded views. Now I had to go to BBC News and read media statements that were issued by the competition. 
Then we also came across one of the Australian um, financial reviews, and we're just there like. And even now that you know we're talking about this, the media is probably gonna start uh, talking about it because we're reacting. But remember how long it took them to to start reporting facts on the Phoenix massacre. So we're just here like what in the Tumamina is going on here, new donors? What is going on? This thrived under your leadership. And even now that uh, it is being exposed, you are yet to speak on it. (laughs) If you want... um, um, more information guys about the articles that i'm referring to please do visit the conversations with langos the youtube channel i have like i literally go through them that, that side hey i'm just i'm shocked like this country things just get worse they keep on getting worse and every time i don't know if i'm the only one that's noticing this but every time the leadership of the ANC does something, even if it's good. We don't see that anymore. We really don't. Because I think we're tired. I don't even think. I believe we're, we're tired, guys. We're tired of words and no action. We're tired of people saying things and then backtracking after when they go into deals or shady agreements with Heineken. Okay? We are tired of, of suspicious behavior. The same Heineken that Bill Gates has shares. Okay. The same Bill Gates, the vaccine Bill Gates, the McCain Bill Gates, the GMO Bill Gates. <laughs> I can't. I really can't. You? You feel him in Zoom? This is not it, guys. We're not sleeping. And also, South Africans, young people, please. Please. And go online and register to vote via the IEC websites, please. It is very simple. There are steps there. They'll help you do its number online. If you don't know how, send me an email at langosirights at gmail.com langosirights at hotmail.com and, and send me an email me I'm gonna help you Angeke guys we cannot be I need you guys to, to literally um, get up and register to vote because we really need to vote out um, certain people guys Angeke your voice your ex is your voice you have a choice this time around to actually make a change. Positive, negative. But I honestly, I, I am, I'm not going to tell you what to vote for, but I'm definitely going to encourage you to go to actually register to vote because we cannot. Guys, this is not on. And we were asking this question. This is why I did not want to talk on Tabo Besta. I didn't want to give Tabo Besta my time. I didn't want to address all of that. You know, rather, I wanted to address the fact that Ronald Lamula was the minister. 
right and certain things were pointing to him the red flags but he never got the boots okay anywho we're not there that that's what i would have focused on i think i'm going to come back and talk about that really because remember he was also hoping to come back as the dp of the anc hopefully the country and then poor mashatili was like hell no no so uh-uh guys we'll definitely come back to that but ngila the table best the thing was definitely a distraction where are we now we were asking questions sorry but why is the story all of a sudden huh and then bam this is what was happening not only this guys when i come back and talk about why we're being paid as a country that is naturally blessed with coal to stop using coal and yet we must continue exporting it what the hell and we must move to listen uh-uh uh-uh also hey inintsimanyani guys i know i was we were talking about the the random manipulation but I cannot not comment on these other things now that you know we're, we're still talking I'm still recording because there's just a lot that's going on in this country and we're so calm we're so quiet asenzinixi ngeke register to vote guys ha register to vote start questioning things it's okay to question because when we keep quiet that means we're comfortable we're condoning Uh, this rubbish that we're subjected to no we deserve better guys we do we deserve better as a country we deserve better as citizens um of south africa and we we need more than just promises and sensationalists uh and 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 uh, you know statements that are just driven because people are now populists or have become populists within the political sphere and if we're being honest ha uh-uh, this is not it i don't think ha uh-uh, sana this is not it this is definitely not it as we conclude this episode it is apparent that the manipulation of the South African rent by 28 major banks has had a profound impact on the country and its people the repercussions of these actions extend beyond mere financial losses reaching the very fabric of society the quest for justice and a more transparent financial system must continue nonetheless and um i don't know if it's going to pick up but there is now this call for swift action to be taken you know um a lot of south africans are reacting i mean guys the manipulation of the rent affected a lot of people people lost houses people lost cars people lost jobs a lot happened a lot happened and it did not just affect so and so it affected the middle class kakhulu 
and then it made the it made things worse inequality gap public income expenses zakupuka prices increased after all of that we're still being forced to export goods from the very same countries where these banks are that manipulated our rent i just wanted to highlight that you it's it's, it's scary nonetheless thank you so so much for lending your ear please do visit the langosi rights blog on wordpress um also subscribe on the conversations with langosi youtube channel so that you do not miss out on any new uploads blog posts um and even here via spotify guys subscribe switch on the notification bell so that you do not miss out on any new uploads until next time but also if you have any um recommendations please do feel free to share also do not forget to rate this podcast listening platform with that being said thank you so so much Say hi.